Hi, Unpackers. I want to thank you to come coming back to another episode. And remember, whatever you hear, Tay and I are simply providing a perspective. Neither of us are professionals. Um, we expect we expect for you to you know, reach out to uh, certified professionals if you need the help. And this is simply our perspective. If you hear an interaction. Uh, that reminds you of yourself, then just know it comes from grace. And if you would like to come on and unpack it with us, you have an open invitation. You can find our pages on unpacking.your.ish on most social media. And if you'd like to support our work, you can do that through paypal.me slash unpacking.your.ish. Again, thanks. Yeah, thank you for listening and let's unpack. Hello, Unpackers. This is Reese. And this is Tay. And it's episode two of yeah. Unpacking Your Ish Normalizing Edition. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, normalizing this week, we are normalizing accountability. Mm hmm. Yes, I mean, what does accountability mean? What does accountability mean? Well, what does that look like to me at the end of the day? Accountability is just owning your stuff, owning your ish. Just saying, wait a minute. Uh, if if someone comes to me and says, "Wait, I hurt you," or "You hurt me," you hurt my feelings, is being able to, you know, hear that without being defensive. Mm hear it and say, I, there's a phrasing I heard recently of owning your impact, not your mm. intention. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is, is see, it, we need to put that on a t-shirt. Yes. It's like, is it, is that the <laughs> wow. end, at the end of the day, intentions are intentions, but yes. intentions can have horrible impact on people. And so I can say, well, it doesn't matter what my intention is. I take responsibility and accountability Absolutely. for the impact that you are hurt. I do not want to hurt you. Right. I am sorry and apologetic because I hurt you. Leave it there. No, it you know? means so, but. So right. that's what accountability means to me. And so what does it mean to you? Very similar. Yeah. I think it's just like you perfect only your stuff. Yeah. And like you said, even if what you said was not meant, the mm -hmm. intention was not cruel. If the person took it on as pain, I think that you have to be accountable for the pain you caused. Mm. But I think it's important that if you are being honest or you are expressing how you felt about something, yeah. that you make clear that the words were still what I needed to say. Oh, thank you. Because here's a, here is the thing. I love that, you know, um, because your feelings do not dissolve you exactly. of accountability from what you cause in me. Right. And I think sometimes we get in these right. tit for tat. Yes. Or, you know, where it's like, oh, well, I'm more upset. And you people will turn around and try to manipulate yes. situations and make it all about their pain instead of right. the original pain, that the original issue that you brought up. Absolutely. And now you're in a place of trying to defend yourself. Right. When it's like, wait a minute, I came to you, told you I was angry. Right. <laughs> and now you took that five percent that you might have possibly been able to be angry. That's it. And now we're talking about you. Now yes. I'm apologizing. And so then I think again, like accountability and 
as you bring that up, I will talk about, you know, like, because I think this is true for your familiar relationships, your platonic yes. relationships, you know, romantic relationships. Your parents. Be- Girl, mm. he said nothing but a word. <laughs> um, because ultimately, here's the thing, and this is in normalizing accountability, one of the things right, is about self-awareness, is in really about being curious and trying to understand another person. Yes. Is because so, so often when we're in relationships, and this happens as children, and but being an adult is growing up, children are self-focused, very self-centered. Mm-hmm. So they have very, it's really hard for them to like empathize with their parents. It's like, oh, you didn't show up to my recital. I'm upset. I'm angry. Right. You know, not understanding that, oh, well, I need to work or something like that. Yeah. They don't get that. And that's, yeah. that's age appropriate. All they see is when you show up. Exactly. That's yeah. age appropriate behavior. But as adults, being able to contextualize and say, wait yes. a minute, the world does not revolve around me. Absolutely. People have different worlds. They have different experiences and they're equally valid. And so to be in a successful relationship with someone is to say, your experience is just as valid as mine. And yes, I might be hurt, but I want to try to understand where you're coming from. And that brings me to a story. So, (laughs) you know, when you talk about, was there's this guy met in December of this year. I may have mentioned him on the podcast before, but really, really liked him. We were together for like three weeks. <laughs> and then. Uh, this is from, how he refers to him three week guy. He is three week guy. Yes. <laughs> he is three week guy. Because I really liked him. I really liked him. And yeah. then from my perspective, it was just self sabotage. Yeah. He self sabotaged yeah, relationship. I, I agree with that. Because he, he was feeling insecure. He wasn't ready. Exactly. He was afraid. And so he was like, I'm blowing everything. But from my perspective, I was initially very like, oh my God, this is too much. Um, I should walk away from this. But then I reframed it a little bit and I said, you know, there's so many things I like about this guy. Am I being afraid of going forward with this because it could be something? So gave it gave him another shot, a second chance. And things are going really, really well. There were some communication issues, and then one Saturday and Shantae and our other friends, uh, Gary and Tiffany, who are aware of, you know, of this, we were like, we had planned a a meeting. We were watching a show together Mm -hmm. and I had planned with this guy to meet him, like tentatively meet him like later that day, like around like two something. And so we were still together and he texts me he's like oh it looks like we're not gonna meet and it really bothered me because one this wasn't the first time where i felt as though he was imposed what i read in the text was oh you don't care about me you're not making time for me you're here with your friends and you should drop everything to be you know with me because we're supposed to be together that's how i read it based on previous encounters and interactions so I was really angry and he was. <laughs> I was I was I was I was pissed off. And so I messaged and I said, listen, I really need some space right now. Give me some space. <laughs> um they messaged me again after I'd asked for space. And so I say, You're making me uncomfortable right now. I'm not listening to the message that you provided. 
I ask for you to give me space. I want to talk about this over the phone or in person. You know, that's that. Um, later, this person ended up blocking me. And I was like, dude, this is so crazy. Um, but I was still willing to work this out. Uh, and so we were supposed to, now this is the weekend before Valentine's Day. Right. And we were supposed to have Valentine's Day plans. And so I don't hear, I don't think I hear from him, you know, Monday, Tuesday, I'm going on. Then like, you know, the following week I'm thinking about him and I'm like, oh, you know, and I go back because I had a racist number for my phone, but then I go back in and find it and realize that he had reached out to me on that Monday. And I was like, oh, here I am thinking he hadn't tried at all. And he had, and now it's like a week later. And so I, I apologize and call him and say, hey, I'm sorry, yada, yada. Like, let's kind of talk. Yeah. This conversation <laughs> was all the way left. Because <laughs> what I, again, and initially, I was angry at him because of the way in which he had communicated. And that got lost. What we ended up talking about was how I had used the word uncomfortable and how that makes me a bad person and unlovable. And, you know, because that's abusive because I, and I was like- It was a trigger word for him. It was triggered. And I was like, dude, um. I take ownership and I how I need to take accountability for that word. Uh, and I said, I take accountability for the word that I used intentionally. Right. Because from my perspective, you are forgetting what prompted the use of that word. Right. That word was prompted because you violated a boundary. I asked you to leave me alone. Right. And you ignored that and messaged me again when I asked you to. So I was drawing a line in the space because right. one violation, again, is not physical, but that's like raping someone. Like it is a violation when someone asks you to say, wait, I can't deal with this right now. And you impose yourself on them. That is, that's wrong. Yeah. That is, and so I use the word uncomfortable because you had violated me. Emotionally, intentionally, just ignored what I said because you felt you needed to apologize. And so again, we spent, I heard him out, talked for like an hour uh, and shared and said, hey, you know, I want to kind of get on the same page. But ultimately he was like, I don't trust you anymore. And I'm like, that's fine. Because again, during this conversation, one, you completely invalidated my experience. Yeah to make it all about you yeah where yours is the only and how you've gone to all your friends and told them like i'm a bad person i'm a villain and all this stuff and i'm like dude again you've left off your part in this i'm not crazy right <laughs> like the reason why i said i was uncomfortable was because this was a pattern of behavior and i was angry in that moment yeah and all i wanted to was for both of us to have a conversation where we could hold each other accountable. In that conversation, would I have been able to say like, hey, I was really, really angry. I could have chosen a better way to express it. Yeah. I could have like given you a moment or said, hey, you know, can we talk over the phone? I apologize for that. You could have said, you know, hey, 
I know what you're you're with your friends. Um, and I could have, you know, been more thoughtful and respectful and said, hey, you know, you're with your friends right, right now. I want to check in and see if our- That's what he could have just been more honest and just checked in. Hey, what are we looking like? If his concern was, I haven't heard from you, I don't know if you even still want to see me anymore, and insecurities might have, you know, pushed up, or he might have been like, oh, well, he just doesn't want to hang out with me. If that was the thought, why not check in? Hey, are we still on for for two? Like, how's your time looking? Are you still with your friends? Like, something like that. But the way he took, I guess we're just not going to. That's unnecessary. Yeah, and again, like I said, the feelings... You know, for me, that was for me. Someone else may not have have thought anything of it. Yeah. And that's why owning the fact, like, that made me feel some kind of way. Yeah. And I just, I simply wanted to communicate. And this is, again, where accountability is, is coming. Because when we had this conversation, I said, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't claim to be perfect. Right. I'm imperfect. I'm human. Can I apologize? Yes, I can apologize. Oh, yeah. Right. So I'm fine with apologizing, saying, okay, this word uncomfortable I was unaware that that had that history for you. Right. I would never use it again. You'd only known each other for three weeks. Thank you. <laughs> at this point, it it's was three weeks. At, at this point, it's it well, been like two. No, because it's like we met in like last month, last week of November. So this is February. So it's months. Oh, okay. So, now we got some time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, two weeks off basically. But still, it was we don't know each other, but. But again, the accountability piece. Yeah. The only person that he wanted to hold accountable was me. Was you? Yeah. There was no. Well, he didn't feel like he did anything wrong. Exactly. Well, and I, I don't necessarily think that because again, one, and this is what makes accountability so hard and challenging. Uh, there's a therapist, and she talks about that. You know, for some people, being able to admit you're you're wrong is because you're just holding so much shame. Yeah. You know, and I think too often, many of us are raised to feel like we're bad people when we do something wrong, like mm-hmm. something is wrong with us, mm-hmm. you know, instead of the behavior. And that was one of the things I tried to say is like, I don't think you're a bad person. Right. The behavior made me uncomfortable. Not you. Right. Like, I like you being around right. you. I enjoy being around you. But the behavior. So I want to work on the behavior. And I yeah. think that's what accountability, how we can normalize accountability is saying, you're going to mess up with people. You're going to yeah. do things that hurt people's feelings unbeknownst to you. I think one of the things that sticks with me, I was in college once and I was in college once. I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, well, uh, one like, time like, he was in college. Times. Yes. That one time <laughs> in Bay Uh So I was, when I was in college, there was a friend of mine where, you know, I was doing this performance with a cane and she had a cane and it's a cane that she used intermittently and I had misplaced my cane. And so I was like, Oh wait, maybe I could use this. And so I went and I asked her and she was really offended by that. She shared that, you know, this is something that she uses. She didn't feel like it was a prop. And so she felt like it was inappropriate for me to ask. Mm-hmm. And you know, I apologize to her. And at the time, you know, again, in my 20s, I can say, I can look back now with more reflection and probably sound wiser about it. At the time, would I have been more defensive? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like, it kind of felt like maybe it was a character attack. Like, oh, you know, I was insensitive. Now I can say, 
she how she feels is completely valid how she felt was completely valid my my role in that instance when she shares that she is feeling negatively about my request is simply to say i'm sorry right that's it and own it how you feel is completely valid regardless of my intention because I don't know your experience. Yeah. I don't know how hard this is for you. Right. You know, and I don't know how maybe that made you feel small or maybe it feels like I didn't understand how difficult and challenging it is for you, you know, when you use that cane. So, yes, I apologize to you and then leave that alone. And and that is about growth. That's how we learn that, okay, it's not about shame. It's about behavior. You know, yeah. we can all change and that you, you, you're unaware of people's worlds. Right. I, Everyone has lived a life that's before it. they met you. That's the point. And we have to say your experiences before me are valid. All the pain, all the people that have caused you pain, that's valid. I'm, right. I can't erase that. All I can do is show up. And if you let me know something I did cause, you know, re-injured or, I touched something that was yeah, sore and injured. Yeah. Like, hold up. I'm sorry. I'll try Definitely. never to do that again. Right. Right. That I'm aware. And that doesn't absolve you just because. And that's the I- part. <laughs> that's the part that. So for me, I'm similar. I will apologize. Yeah. I will take accountability immediately because. Unfortunately, I'm someone that's used to being told I offended. Mm hmm. And because that's never my intention, um, I will immediately apologize. And I don't say that if I did anything to offend you. I don't do that because I feel like I already know I offended you. There's no if involved. You were offended. You were hurt. That's what I'm focusing on. And so I do apologize um, (laughs) quite a bit. And so for me, accountability feels easy Mm -hmm. because I think what you said was perfect. Intention is my intention is never to hurt. Mm-hmm. So I think taking accountability for something that I say is easy. Yeah. Um, but it's not always that way for yeah. everybody, you know. And if I said something with the intention of hurting you mm-hmm. and you tell me it hurt you, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point. Listen, that's me. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> like, like I like I said what I said. Right. Or I'll tell them, well, that was in response to you saying this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, yeah, it was supposed to. Yeah. It did its job. Like I, 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 I brought the, I brought the machete. Right. Like it was intentional. But I truly relate to what you're saying, where you're feeling like it's like, oh, because because I'm apologizing to you, mm. we get to negate anything you've said to me. Yeah, exactly. And that's not the way it should work. Yeah. And if I'm taking accountability, you also need to take accountability yeah. for whatever happened to push us to that conversation, or if you had any fault in it, because mm. I'm very reactionary. And so if you, I I tell people this, and I'm serious when I say this, people teach me how to treat them. Mm. So if I meet someone, and I know I was just saying this earlier, if I know I can tell you real truth without having to put a whole bunch of sugar in it and cinnamon and stuff, I'm always going to give deliver truth to you real, straight, Straight, no no chaser. chaser. (laughs) I'm always going to do that. But if you show me that you're a little more, "Mm, that truth, mm," you don't tell you. I will try my hardest to think before I tell you what I what I what I know or what I see, especially if you ask me. Yeah. But I'll always try to remember you're sensitive, so let me be careful. But if you're one of my friends that I can just say what I want with, 
oh, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Yeah. Now, I do realize that sometimes even those people get hurt by words. So I'm always ready to apologize for that, too, and take accountability for that, too. But um, originally, we talked about this episode possibly being called um, Honesty. Honesty, talking about normalizing honesty. But I think that with that honesty comes a lot of accountability um, on both sides. Because if I, if you ask, especially if you ask me, what do I think of something? I have to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't even know how to lie to people and make them feel good. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. Now, here's your accountability. You ask me. Yeah. If you don't want an answer, if you do not want an honest answer, please don't ask me. That part. Yeah. And all of my friends know this about me. So they will, some of them will give me a precursor and be like, well, you know, now <laughs> I know how you get, I know, I know how you are, but listen to this, listen to this. So I know you don't really want me to tell you the yeah. truth or you already know the truth. You don't want me to justify yeah. it. You don't want me to validate that yeah. because you know what it is. So, you know, you have to be careful. Like taking accountability is real and it like again it's just real on both sides yeah. well, i think I, that both people have to do yeah, the work. and i and i i agree with that and i think here's another thing with accountability it isn't defensiveness no and i and it's not deflection mm -mm. and so for me what i really try to work on is when someone brings something to me allowing them that space to share whatever it is that they have brought to me not to make it about now there might be other issues maybe they do the same thing to me but they brought it up they right. spoke up on it right so give them the space exactly to say whatever they need to say hear them out and say okay i accept that and here's what i would here's what i would also share do we have there might be some underlying issues about our relationship mm -hmm. can we have another time to talk about you know some other things and just unpack things in the you know air some stuff out because yeah. what we often do again accountability is not defensiveness or deflection and we will go to defensiveness yeah. and then turn it back to the other person right. and you know and like well you did this to me you did the same thing last yeah. tuesday da, 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 da. <laughs> no you didn't bring it up that right. person brought it up right. give them the space to say here i hear you right like, this is about you. This, you got the floor. Yeah. I'm not going to make this about me. I'm not going to center no. my experience. Again, our relationships are so often challenging because we center our own experiences over our partners. Yeah. You know, we, we get in the shame. We get into, you know, well, I'm a bad person. No, they're just bringing it's up not about their heart. you hurt. at that moment. You know, yes. it's about them and their experience. And once you separate the two, yeah. just because your experience hurt you does not make me a bad person. Yeah. or the evil person that wanted to hurt you, you have to be able to, to allow them to have their experience and be okay with the fact that that wasn't what you wanted for them. Yeah, and I think the other part of that is how you bring stuff up. So yeah. being accountable for not attacking another person right. and their character. I mean, like, you're bad and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Like, you made me feel this. You know, you should, from my perspective, you should say this brought this up in me mm -hmm. this reminded me of this because oftentimes especially when you're getting to know someone new right it's different yeah. than like family like, people exactly. that you know people that you know, you know yeah. like your family they know how to trigger your buttons they know how to yeah and if they you know, know somebody you know you know how to push theirs you know mm -hmm. what to say yeah you know that's why i said like if friends come in like when you said this yeah i know <laughs> that was the point 
Yes. You know. You cynical. Right. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said it. So and that and that's that's that comes from a closer relationship. Yeah. You yeah. know, because if someone that say we were standing in the theater mm-hmm. and someone next to me said, Oh, she's so cynical, I would like, excuse me. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's completely different when you have that relationship and you still have to be cautious, like I said, yeah. about hurting people that are close to you, but there's more familiarity. You know the lines. Yeah. Y'all built them already. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I I do I know that accountability, if we can teach it as early as possible, mm-hmm. it's so important. And one thing that I I don't I don't necessarily like I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I say it and I the kid I've taught the kids to say I'm sorry, but one thing I've really pushed to them is like I apologize. That was not my intention. Trying to find different ways to phrase that because I've always had a problem with I'm sorry. Mm. I feel like, you know, we we believe in all of our words having power. Well, and I think here's the thing. I mean, we're talking about normalizing yeah. accountability. And so that definitely gets into apologies. And one of the things I saw like maybe a couple of years ago was just like apology languages. Like yeah. there are different ways yeah. that people are going to hear apologies just like they hear right. love. And so in normalizing an apology, you need to ask your partner again, how can I make this right for you? Right. Like, what would right. accountability look like for you? Right. For some people, it might be verbal. For someone, it might be action. So someone right. might be, you know, so just being open to, again, being curious about the other person yeah. instead of saying, wait a minute, I don't know. You know, this would work for me, but that doesn't work for them. Exactly. Because we have two different lived experiences. We're different human beings. We right. go to, we wake up in different bodies and have different parents, different childhoods, life experiences. And so respecting that. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, that's what normalizing accountability is, is really just being more curious about the other person mm. and asking them about what they need from me. I like that. I think for me, normalizing uh, accountability just looks like, um, one, be honest so that whatever you say, you know, if you do have to take accountability for it, it's not a situation where you're taking accountability for something that was, you know, untrue or something that was just nasty just to be saying it. You know, you I I always try to be as truthful as I can. And then I think that... um, it also looks like being willing to admit when you when you're wrong or you know how sometimes when you do something you get that feeling immediately mm-hmm. that remorse feeling yeah i think that once you feel that or somebody's face will change immediately yeah and you know you've said something i think that paying attention to people's body language paying attention to yeah. learning people like you said being curious like just learning people and learning what how they are then you'll know how to interact with somebody. So I think the accountability starts there. Mm. Well, I like when that you because, met them, when you're learning them, well, like that, pay attention. I do like that because that gets into self-awareness. Yeah. It gets into, yeah. you know, paying attention. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And uh, oftentimes we can just be, again, self-centered. I, I think that so yeah. many, and there's a post, I think by Al Boehner, uh around this where he says, you know, we don't want people who are perfect. Right. We're really just looking for people who can own that they've wronged us. Right. Uh, and there are so many relationships that I've had. I believe 
honestly, I could be most of the relationships that I am not in right now is because the other person, there was an inability to simply say, hey, I'm sorry, or I want to work this out after there was a, a breakup. See, same with me, but I felt like they always, the people, the relationships I had, they always wanted me to be the one doing something yeah. wrong to them. I always had to be wronging them. Even if they had wronged me, like you said, that 2%, they'll turn mm -hmm. back around and yeah. show how I wronged them. And I'll be ready to take my accountability for the 20% I played. But the 80% that they played they just goes away. Yep, I you agree. know, so like that's something that I really um, yeah. struggled with. In yeah, the past. I, I feel you. And I feel as though what's unfortunate from my perspective is I have been in a relationship with so many. I, I'm not dogging men out. Men are, you know, human beings. But I think any person that I've ever tried to be with, I, I believe you know, has so many great qualities. Yeah. It's just unfortunate from my perspective that they don't see that I am worth the same effort. I get you that know? too. Like worth the effort of like forgiving and trying again and talking. I don't like worth. I don't worth. think it's that you're not worth. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, just, you know. Yeah, I, I think worth. it's just that they're not ready. Yeah. I think when you, when you are with someone that is emotionally intelligent, and you are not, yeah. is very hard. You know, it's hard and it's intimidating mm -hmm. to be with somebody that already, that can, that can understand and know what you're going through, mm -hmm. you know, and you are just as blind, can't pay, you don't know what, what's going on with them. So I think people are just not ready no. for, you know, what other people offer sometimes. And that's when it turns into an insecurity fest, <laughs> basically, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate. But I really think that's one of the reasons why I'm on hiatus, because I know that if I'm not ready to extend that type of grace to someone, then I don't want to be there because I don't want to hurt anybody. And I don't want anybody to hurt me. Uh, yeah. So, you know. Well, that's going to be the end of our episode. Do the work, people. Yeah. Do the work. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's good. Again, we, on, we'll end on the note, like, usual. Right. It's one of our, well, my favorite sayings I've been saying lately that. Again, give yourself grace as you're going through life challenges. Yeah. And that you don't need to be fixed. You need to be understood. That's right. And so taking that curiosity, focusing it inward, and then focusing it on your partners, on your friends, on your families as well. Yeah, just own your shit. <laughs> <laughs> With that, bye, Packers. Bye. Till next time.